Do you believe coffee shop employees should earn tips? Depends on the coffee. If I'm talking, I'm going to Tim Hortons and it's a double-double and that's all I'm getting, that's like a button, boom, done. If I'm going to a Starbucks and I'm like, yo, I want this, this, and that with a shot of this and some like- Give me a grande frappuccino with an ice caramel coffee shot and three ice cubes and don't make it too cold, but make it so I can drink it right <laughs> away, yeah. At the same time, I don't- often tip at Starbucks. The, the, the problem they've made for themselves is they're so friendly that they're never going to give you side eye if you don't tip. And like <laughs> Starbucks is known for like being like super friendly. Like, hey, how's it going? How's your so day? You're more inclined to tip if he's a little bit of a dick to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just saying. Get mad if you don't tip, right? <laughs> you have to feel fear at retaliation to tip. Guys, I also think it's important with tipping is the amount of time you have to spend with the person after you tip. Right. So like a server at the restaurant mm-hmm. is going to watch you tip and then stand at the table and be like, so you got any other plans for today? Yeah. Yep. While they're staring into your soul after you've given a one cent tip just to say you tip. Have you mm-hmm. ever done that? Or if I'm at <laughs> Subway, if I'm at Subway, I got my subs in hand. I'm like typing in my information, skipping the tip option and dashing. That's <laughs> no tip. <laughs> This is the part where I'm not, I don't give one cent, but I don't really tip, man. It's for certain things, man. I'm going to take a hard stance and say tipping in Canada is BS. And I don't, I'm not going to do it, man. I don't, uh, I don't subscribe to the whole percentage of the meal. Like if I had to drop 60 bucks on an expensive meal, it's not going to be like a 10, $15 tip. Fuck I'm that. sorry. You guys are telling me when you go out to restaurants, you're <laughs> not tipping your waiters or your bartenders. What about employees at McDonald's? They do the same thing as servers. They're on their feet running around all day. You don't tip them. So what's the difference? It's I don't. A, I think it's not a personal experience. Yeah, I think it's, it's about like, pleasantries and stuff. I mm-hmm. was very pleasant at the front counter of McDonald's. <laughs> I made their day. I asked them about their shoes. And about wow. their cool watch. Wow. And like where they lived and where I could get that watch later. So they should be tipping you. And we're, sorry, were yeah. you were you asking them to B and E their house, asking them where they lived and how you could get the watch later? Brody, don't give don't don't give it away. My mother's <laughs> from Ireland too. What's your mom's maiden name? <laughs> <laughs> what 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 was the wait? I think I recognize you. What elementary school did you go to growing up? Wait, you had that dog. What was its name again? Oh, you know, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was like your first dog. Yeah, the uh, first family yeah. dog, definitely. What was hmm. it? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Jerome? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that dog. You grew up. We always have that rhyme about the street you grew up. It, w- it went like, wait, you start. <laughs> okay, no, actually, you finish. I like that one. You, you finish, like too. that one. Okay, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, I think I'm a little older than you. I think I went to school nearby, but it was just with your oldest cousin. What was their name? I can't really remember. And what was that school called again? Yeah, what was that school called again? <laughs> <laughs> two for one man yeah, yeah if you can combo them then you might as well i always say my favorite four numbers are the last four of my same number <laughs> but like people Jesus. think i'm really lame and weird for that but like you know what are yours <laughs> <laughs>
Welcome back to Anime Not Be For Everyone. In the hemisphere of news, we have a local bigoted racist, Combo Clancy. <laughs> He's been missing for over two weeks. Thank God. When authorities found his lovely dog, Trumples, in his house, <laughs> what? the dog had this to say. Oh no, what? All I'm saying is, if we evolved from wolves, why are there still wolves? <laughs> the dog was promptly put down and all search efforts have been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Well, like, introduce yourself to. <laughs> yeah, introduce your real news uh, anchor self there, but uh, Reporting live from Newfoundland, I'm Zachary Brown. Now with the weather, we go to Sparks McLeod. Sparks, how's the clouds looking? <laughs> Every week, it never gets old. Uh, they're looking real good right now. Uh, the, the weather is uh, real cloudy over uh, here in Ontario. As you know, we are a multi-province uh, news na- uh, network. Um, uh, it's uh, rainy. <laughs> um, we're going to get a bit more rain uh, within the next few days. And you just wait, because we might get... A little bit of rain. All right. And on to sports, we've got Tom Thunder. Hey, how's it going over there, Tom? It's it's go it's going. <clears throat> it's going Sparks, I guess. That sounds like a real name. Hey, uh talk about sports. Yeah, foot uh, football is doing so hot this year, I think. But uh, it's going to be rainy on that field, and I, I really wanted to talk about that, but, well, you know. We've already done the weather there, Tom. Yeah. How are the Falcons doing? <laughs> this guy. It is going to be rainy. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it might thunder, and think about it, guys. Look at my last name, Tom. Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> am I... We interrupt this report for a breaking news bulletin. <laughs> Combo Clancy running through a cornfield, <laughs> shouting anti-Semitic... <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, what was he doing in the cornfield? Just sprinting through away from police, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Anti-Semitically? <laughs> Why did you say that word? Oh, Combo's getting aggressive. They've pulled guns on him. Uh-oh. You call those guns! <laughs> <laughs> this just in, Combo Clancy is down. It looks like he's bleeding out, and yep, he's finally dead. A character that we made ages ago is now dead. Thanks, thank the Lord. Oh, wait, what's this? What's this? this? A breaking news story on top of your breaking news story. There's a chopper flying into to- uh, Combo Clancy. Uh, oh, yep. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting news that his heart is still beating. We're going to be flying him down to the nearest general hospital to see uh, what can happen uh, to save his life. We'll be back. Oh, shoot. Breaking news. They accidentally brought him into a genital hospital. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You said general hospital. (laughs) Don't touch my cock, you lip turd. (laughs) All right. We should say our real names and intro this show. (laughs) I'm Brody Morton. I'm Caleb Morton. I hate anime. And this is a show about anime, not about a racist man dying. But uh, If you've made it this far and you've seen our title, you know. Yeah, you know. You <laughs> or, know. or his lovely dog, Trumples. <laughs> <laughs> so on this show, Anime Not Be For Everyone, we love to talk about anime and sometimes oh, yeah. about these wild, wild characters that we create. So this would have been a wild first episode for all y'all to listen to, but... Yeah. 
What is happening? You Caleb, might be asking yourself. Whatever, man. Like <laughs> it's gonna be a fun, wacky intro. Like it'll be I fine. believe it. <laughs> it's it's wild to me, Zach, that the one opportunity you had to make an, an insane news reporter fake name, which you love to make, you said Zach Brown. <laughs> like, like <laughs> what, if, what if your name was like Nutfuckles or something like that? <laughs> On the air? <laughs> well, there's nothing. It's not. There's, not fuckles. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's your name. It's your given name, man. You didn't choose that name. <laughs> Who would choose not fuckles as their name? Thank you for turning in. I'm Slurpin' Magooch. <laughs> and as always, we don't get to choose our names. Yes. Enough with the fan mail. I am aware. <laughs> Of course not. You're not. <laughs> you're not weather. I'm sorry, Tom. Okay, Zach. What are we talking about today? Then we jump in. Because right we, well, yeah, we were just news boys, and it's now true. I want to be anime boys. Do you remember okay. the Christian group called News Boys? Oh shoot! You just unlocked something in me, Brody. <laughs> yeah, dude. They were cool, like the Beach Boys mixed with the Backstreet Boys. They weren't either of those things. <laughs> they weren't yeah, either of those things at all. Close. In my memory, that's but they were kind of like the Reliant K. They were not. But like almost they like were not. skillet. What I do you think? mean? How can they be anything like any of those bands? Because they're naming different genres. It's the, a mix the only, of all of them. The only thing they have in common is God. And that's what we're that's what we're talking about today, guys. I'm sorry, Zach, you watch your show. That's nice, but we're talking about God. Recently, yeah, yeah, so we're starting on John 316. <laughs> I listen to a lot of Sean Mendes because they remind me of Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what he's doing. Well, don't you think? No. <laughs> no. But sometimes you can find elements that are similar in genres that are Okay, different, you're telling right? me Newsboys and Reliant K sound anything similar? And Newsboys and Cardi Beyond. Cardi B. Them saying Jesus once in a while. They okay. also say Jesus every once in a while. Cardi B says Zach. <laughs> what show did the, you watch, my man? The anime we're doing today is called Dragon's Dogma, which is not to be confused with a dragon having a dog for a mom. I hate you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I told Zach told me the title of the show like 20 minutes ago, and I made that exact joke, and I'm like, please don't steal that from me. I don't remember I that. that joke. I don't remember that. I can't. <laughs> this is another Castlevania studio, though. This isn't whatever. Whatever. I don't know. It says it's <laughs> the, when the show started, it said a Netflix anime series, and I don't do research. Are you... Are you that offended? <laughs> He's having an anime meltdown, man. No, our fans are going to love it. Hit us with it. I think they'll love this even more. It's based on a video game. Wait, a video game of a dog having a dragons for a kid? Mm -hmm. And they call them, it's the dragon's dog mom? And now you're going to cut out my bit, and so nobody laugh. Nobody laugh. Wait, no laugh, though. It's nope. like that Trek thing where Donkey has a, ki a kid who's a dragon, right? But he's a dragon's dog dad. If it helps you both, I didn't think it was funny either time. Okay. Wow, Brody. Yeah, it's like, so from what I remember from the video game, it's like a high fantasy world with, like, dragons and knights and, like, wizards and shit. Yep, yep, yep. Dope. Okay, but what kind of video game was it? How old is this game? I did no other research other than Googling dragon's dogma video game question mark oh, it sounded like brody had played it uh like Did i remember play? playing in like high school so it was like oh, probably so like 2008 like or 9 maybe i don't know don't mm -hmm. hold me to that but that would be the time frame i would imagine okay mm. <laughs> <laughs> our first episode is called wrath 
set in medieval times, and we start with our main boy, Ethan, okay? He's a stud muffin with epic pecs. (laughs) He's having a nightmare about his wife, Thanos, vanishing away, and a big old dragon stomping him to death. Thanos? Um, He wakes up in a cold sweat, and his sexy wife confronts him, comforts him. Sorry. (laughs) Is this still Thanos, his wife? No. Mm -hmm. Thanos snapped his wife away, Brody. Not that his wife is Thanos. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That was so confusing. I'm (laughs) sure. His wife as Thanos just snapping. Yeah. You know? oh, I was like, what, dude? To jazz tunes. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he wakes up in a cold sweat and his sexy wife comforts him. His sexy Thanos wife. Yes, yes. She's purple <laughs> and thick. Nice. You know, she's pregnant, nice. so he's rubbing her pregnant belly. And then uh, some kid named Lewis barges in the house, totally cock blocking them. Uh, I guess this kid's an orphan and comes over for meals and... <laughs> Friggin' orphans, man. Cock-blocking, dude. <laughs> Ethan decides to take Lewis hunting, and we learn that Ethan's parents died too, so that sucks. And that's why Ethan takes care of Lewis, okay? Right. Uh, we learn Lewis has quite the mouth on him when he calls some guardsmen drunkards and almost gets he and Ethan beaten up. But the guard captain saves him and explains that the guards just chill because they're stationed here in case of dragons. But, like, dragons are basically a myth at this point. Like me finding a wife. So. <laughs> Wait, so these guys are guarding for something that might happen, like, never? Yeah. like the- I would love that cushy job. No dragons would ever show up and you'd just be like, just that's, chilling. That's why they're getting drunk at 10 a.m. Right. Lit. <laughs> I think the difference is in our world, there's no dragons. And in this world, there's been dragons. Brody, how can you know? You know? There might have been dragons. That's the world I want to live in. Why do we believe Tina- T-Rexes are real? but then dragons are fictional and then horses are real, but horses with horns are fictional. That's crazy, man. Horn. Think I just, I just want to say horses with horn. Yeah. One yeah. horn, I guess. Yeah. But multiple horses with multiple horns. Have you seen a narwhal dick? There's no way it's fitting in there. Yeah, but they're not. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so the, our two guys make their way to the forest. Uh, Lewis rolls a nat 20, gets a nice neck shot on Bambi's mom, but then, Oh no, the wolf pack from hangover two shows up. <laughs> And what Ethan protects Lewis from a 30-foot jumping attack and uh, screams for Lewis to warn the village. Oh, no, wolves are coming. Uh, Lewis runs by the guard station again and begs for their help, and they oblige, getting geared up all quick like firemen would. But then a swath of thick, dark clouds begins sweeping overhead, and the guard captain is visibly shook. It's a storm. Wait, who's the weatherman? Get back in here, bud. We need to... <laughs> It's Tom Tom Thunder. Yeah, Tom Thunder was not, but it was something <laughs> cloud. Stormy Sparks. McCloud? Spark Magoo Spark or something? Spark McCloud. Yeah, you guys make characters and they just disappear. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not a storm though, right? That there's a dragon. It's gonna be a dragon. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, Ethan is fighting the wolves and the wolves get all scared and Ethan turns around and oh dragon's flying by. Who would have guessed it? And he runs for the town. Um, this thing murders with no remorse, flame breath, with impact force, destroying buildings, scooping up people as they scream. It's pretty visceral and epic. <laughs> the guards all converge in the town and try shooting arrows at it just for them to bounce off its scales. And then we see little Lewis make it to Ethan's house. And thankfully, his hot wife is still okay. So um, he helps her get up so they can get out of there. Uh, then we see Lewis and his and Ethan's wife hanging out under a roof awning thing. That shit made of wood collapses, and Ethan shows up just then to hold up the hold up all of it with his love strength. He Spider-Man's it. Yeah. So they all hug, and uh, Lewis says he'll go check if the coast is clear. 
and uh you know runs down an alley like looks left and right looks back at them and like gives a little wave and then the dragon just <laughs> fucking cross screen and takes him out like kills him or just takes him fucking takes him into the air with his mouth and lewis is screaming his heart out and did just like one good chump and the screams stop and uh ethan in a fit of rage runs at the dragon as it lands and he gets bashed into a building just mangling his fucking spine against a post and then the dragon sets its sights on the wife, and Ethan has to watch as she's fucking burned alive right in front of him. And then, uh, the dragon talks to Ethan, telepathically, some cryptic shit about bravery being tasty. Yo, man, that wi- that Thanos wife of yours, delicious. <laughs> Purple skin is the tastiest. And here's the weird shit, here's some weird shit, and with some friggin' mind powers, he rips Ethan's chest open, floats his beating heart out of the chest cavity, and... Eats it. And is Ethan all right? Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Seemed yeah. like he might be all right. In the ethereal plane, Ethan exchanges some words with his wife. Uh, his wife's floating up and he's like getting ripped back down. And then he wakes up with a start in a bed in some wrecked house with a giant hideous scar on his chest. And he walks outside and some blonde hottie in sick armor says, Hey, I'm your protector. You guys confused? Because I was confused. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so he got saved from going to heaven? Yep. And he was about to spend the rest of his eternal life with his wife, but they brought him back down to this miserable existence. And then as soon as he's know. there, there's just a woman in armor who's like, yo, I'm your protector, as if that's something he's supposed to understand. And she <laughs> knew how to do open heart surgery with a heart that wasn't his? Wow. I'm assuming that didn't have to do with her because she's wearing armor, so I'm not thinking she's a man. Yeah, but who saved like, him then? I'm thinking she's some sort of holy knight that's sent to protect him. But at the same- Our next episode is called Gluttony. <laughs> uh, we see this blonde chick teleport to our world from some galaxy dimension. Uh, she finds Ethan's body and heals him up with some sacred farts. And uh, she calls him an arisen. Sorry, sorry. I know you write in lines there just to, like, be quirky and stuff, but I need to know what Sacred Farts was supposed to be. Sacred Arts. Arts? Yeah, like like spells and shit. Or were you just going to continue to call them Sacred Farts this entire time? And I was going to. But you ruined it. <laughs> I, he farts yeah. in her hand and then holds it up to his mouth. Exactly. <laughs> The mystical poop particles are very uh, antiseptic. Gross. And I think you mean anti-Semitic. Sorry. Anti-Semitic. <laughs> you didn't combo. mean that. Combo's dead, Brody. No, he's in a helicopter. <laughs> no, he's see. in critical condition. Yeah. I assume he's got brain like yeah. trauma, and he's going to come out a better man. <laughs> he's going to come out robotic. Caleb, just for just for future canon events, you're not allowed to kill off my characters. Okay? Yeah, that you're the one who made up. him run into the forest. It has and to it be my like choice. He was going down. It has yeah. to be my choice. <laughs> <laughs> and he got a better dick out of it too, because he went to a genital hospital. Thanks to Caleb, because <laughs> he went to the genital hospital. <laughs> so Ethan is alive now. Okay, she calls him an arisen. And while he belly aches about how he should be dead, how he should be in heaven with his wife, how this blonde chick's insane, she's just like, you have been chosen. We protectors find you arisen super sexy, so I'm here to help. That's my purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Is she, so she's essentially like an angel from a different dimension? Sure. If it needs to be evangelican, so, so be it. <laughs> and then uh, he hears the dragon talking in his head again. And he's all, LOL, I got your heart. Want it back? <laughs> Come to my lair, bitch. Hey, you up? Hey, you up? <laughs> I got your heart, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Come get it. So now this is Ethan's purpose. He's going to go kill the dragon. All right? 
Uh, he finds his wife's wristband in the rubble and puts it on next to his. I guess they're like wedding, wedding rings in this place. So he's got both on his wrist now. They uh, they go to that guard post, get some gear and armor, and head in the direction the dragon went. He decides to name her Hannah after his late mum, and it would have been his daughter's name, but you know. And uh, just then, they hear some rumbling and happen upon a supergiant cyclops orc bearing down on a little girl chained to a rock. <gasps> uh, Ethan shows off his heroism by sliding down the cliff they're perched on and slamming his sword against the girl's restraints. Uh, he frees her just as the ogre is going to grab her, and with some distraction arrows from Hannah, they escape. Did he Did he show off his sick abs, too, at the same time? Like you said, he was showing uh, off. Yeah, I know he has epic pecs, but his abs are so-so. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got a two-pack, but his pecs are stunning, bro. He, he's, he, uh, he's not about core, he's about chest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What about those glutes? Glutes. <laughs> Extraordinary. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's important for my and, mind's eye. <laughs> asking for a friend. The feet. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, how did how did the feet look like? His feet. His, yeah, yeah. Uh, his little piggies. Uh, <laughs> he's double jointed. Does that do anything for you? His feet are double jointed. His little are they posies. like well worn feet, Zach, or are they fresh like pristine? Is he wearing sandals? Is he wearing sandals? He's not interested in men. So, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, neither am I. This friend of mine is maybe. He just really loves feet. His feet are weathered and blistered and occasionally puss up. (laughs) Is that what you want? All right, I'll I'll, uh, let them know. So, (laughs) (laughs) and if there's anywhere to buy his used socks, let us know too. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. Uh, they take this little girl back to her village, and uh, the little girl's mom is overjoyed, but her dad is all like, oh no, what have you done? We chained her to that rock on purpose, right? Yeah, they gotta sacrifice people to the ogre to appease it, so it doesn't come to the village. And uh, their fields are really barren, and times are tough. And uh, some creepy dudes come to the house and rough up the dad and make some sexist remarks and take the rest of the family's food. And in exchange, they won't rat them out to the mayor for not sacrificing their daughter, I guess. That seems like a fair trade. I would have chosen that off the get-go, probably. (laughs) Just take the fucking food, not my daughter. Yeah. And uh, here we find out that the, uh, the protector is very analytical. And while they're all talking, she's like, well, you've got, you know, three years worth of sacrifices. What do you do after that? Because she's got two brothers, the little girl. Well, you, does she know that it only takes nine months to make another? So they got time. Oh, you could infinite until he's sterile. Until he's sterile? Yeah, isn't that how it works? You raise eventually run out of juice. Yeah, well, and then also some women have troubles with fertility as well. <laughs> Brody, that's the real life answer. Oh, sorry. But you, don't you know that the balls wither up over time, Brody, the more you use them? <laughs> oh, yeah. They go from grapes to raisins and that's what really what are you talking about grapes i like more like eggs right guys (laughs) wait right guys where did we end off um (laughs) you have three more years of sacrifices what are you gonna do after this yeah yeah okay so ethan's a little upset at this whole ordeal and goes to see the mayor and uh him and his lackeys are having a bountiful feast of all the townsfolk's food uh, they talk about some BS, like this is the way it's got to be, you know, we run the town, you know, they give us the food, we keep them safe from the ogre, even though it's their kids. <laughs> e- That's totally safe, <laughs> just yeah. not your kids, man, they're not safe. Ethan does not agree, and he says he's going to go kill that thing, 
and uh, they laugh him out of the banquet hall, but as soon as the door closes, the mayor and his lackeys all look at each other sternly. They're like, oh, no. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Why haven't they just killed this thing if there's a (laughs) bunch of dudes in this village? Well, here's your answer. Back at the cliff, Ethan and Hannah are setting up an ambush, but oh, geez, the mayor and his lackeys show up, and they've been controlling this thing with a whip. This thing's like four stories tall, and it's just one guy with a whip making noises. (laughs) Hey, I'm just saying, one dude with a whip. And some nice toes can do a lot. <laughs> That's disgusting. Okay. For a friend. <laughs> For a friend, absolutely. So, yeah, they uh, they control this thing and keep up the ruse to keep getting townsfolk's food and keep them scared and whatnot. So, now a battle ensues where Ethan has to avoid the ogre whilst fighting the lackeys. And um, Hannah disables the whipmaster with her arrows and the ogre visibly smiles when he sees him drop the whip and, like, picks the guy up and rips his legs off one by one. That's awesome. So this show's pretty brutal, huh? Yes. <laughs> Did you say he ripped off his legs one by one? Yep. So it would literally just be one and then one, unless he had more than that. <laughs> How else was I supposed to make that sentence happen? <laughs> Both his legs? No, because I wanted to accentuate that it was one after the other. Okay. There we go. One after the other. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's better. <laughs> Fucking come at me. <laughs> One by one. Oh, I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are rude. <laughs> oh, so Hannah also has magic imbuing powers and uh, makes the ogre slip with a explodey magic arrow and then makes Ethan's sword magical as he leaps off a rock and sinks his sword into its giant cyclops orc eye. And um, the remaining lackeys are like, oh crap, fuck this. And they push the mare down the cliff and... Ethan puts a sword in the guy's face, stating that he shall have to stand before his people for his crimes. And we get a really sad montage of the townsfolk stoning the mayor to fucking death, and then raiding the castle, killing and trampling each other for the food inside. And it ends with Ethan and Hannah looking down at the village from afar as it starts to burn. And Ethan's, like, on his knees crying. And, like, the question is, did they really fucking help the town and that family? By, by showing up and doing what they did? Like, would they have been better off if they just went on by? I think the answer is yes, they would have been. Hey, but what if they stuck around for another week and just helped keep things in order for a bit? <laughs> they just dipped and like, good luck, guys. Seven deadly sins stuck around and helped rebuild the castle that they destroyed. Exactly. Real heroes. I guess he's maybe a little selfish as well. Like, he's got a mission too. And he no, just kind of gets Zach, sucked into they this. They didn't just leave. They sat on a hilltop and watched the village burn well, down. Let's, let's imagine they're on their way away. <laughs> but we're not okay. imagining that. We're imagining what you fucking told us. <laughs> no, it's not like they set up lawn chairs. <laughs> it sounds like they set up camp. They cracked a couple of beers and leaned back, and we're like, wow, those guys suck. Yeah. Cheers, Hannah. <laughs> we yeah. helped. Stupid humans, right? Ching. <laughs> okay, our next episode is called Envy. Ethan and Hannah continue their travels and hear a woman scream. Ethan and Hannah are such anime names, it's wild. <laughs> Sounds like such an anime show and not like freaking <laughs> Castlevania or anything like that. So Ethan and Hannah continue their travels and hear a woman scream. We gotta do our own Foley work now, Zach. So let's let's really provide this atmosphere. Okay, hit us with it. <laughs> Was that good? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to choose not to save that woman. (laughs) Help me. Again, Ethan jumps to aid them while Hannah scolds him for heeding every call to arms they hear. (laughs) 
<laughs> this fully works. It's a chesty maiden on horseback. We're doing Foley, Zach. <laughs> I'm just going to power through then. You ready? Good. Do it. Yep. And we're going to keep doing Foley for like two minutes straight. Ready? Yeah, let's, let's do go. it. It's a chesty maiden on horseback wow. with two knights and a civilian <laughs> fighting a horde of skinny, gropey goblins. Ooh, ah. Let me feel them The titties. two knights are fighting quite well, but the civilian is a bit of a little Pris Biznatch. Oh, I'm a Pris Biznatch. The goblins <laughs> whip the maiden from her horse ah. and start getting real handsy. Ah. I was not prepared for full nipple, <laughs> but I'm not complaining. The two cool knights are occupied, and they're yelling for the scared guy to help the girl, but he's help frozen in terror. Help that girl. Then Ethan and Hannah show up and totally scare off the goblins with slick hey, fighting go. skills. Check out her slick fighting skills. Oh, I hate that. The topless maiden throws herself on Ethan, thanking the gods for his epic pecs. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Nice pecs, brother. And we find out the useless guy and her are betrothed. We're betrothed. I love her. So he's just kind of standing there like a certain word I use too often. The maiden is named Elizabeth, and she is a wild card. She's one of those types that's like, go get the horse already. I've been on my feet far too long as it is. I'm Elizabeth. I'm a wild card. Get my fucking horse. (laughs) Stop falling. Stop falling. (laughs) Yeah, that's just dialogue. You're fucking repeating me. (laughs) I'm changing it. He's giving it more attitude, Zach, which is... (laughs) I'm leaving out words. I'm changing it. (laughs) Exactly. I'm making you more palatable. Fuck me. As a character. Okay, so it's nighttime, and the two brave knights reveal they used to be royal guards, but the dragon nuked their castle. We shall call them Thomas and David. I named these knights before the episode's coming up, so, Stephen, I apologize in advance. <laughs> they manage to escape with this couple, who we see sleeping under a tree, and uh, Ethan says, Oh, yeah, dragon, I'm gonna go kill it. No big deal. And uh, the one knight compliments his shiny brass balls. And Ethan and Hannah <coughs> offer to stand watch for the night. And uh, we see Elizabeth inch open her fuck-me eyes. Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> Wait, I thought she was betrothed. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, <laughs> women be shopping. Oh, what the frick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as Ethan stands guard, Elizabeth approaches from behind and startles him. But she just offers him some wine, and they sit super close. Uh, She goes on about how her husband's kind of meh, but his family was super rich, so why not, right? Then that stupid dragon ruined everything. (laughs) 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 Then she slips her top down and uh, tries to make a move on Ethan. And her husband shows up behind them, and he's like... He's just yeah. sorry about earlier. He doesn't even comment on her infidelity. He's like, I'll try to be a man you deserve, my love. And she's like, the man I deserve has a backbone. <laughs> and a bigger wallet. And a big chest with no abs. Yeah. And a packs. glorious badonka donk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a badonka bedoozle. It's a redonk badonk. It's a redonk badonk. <laughs> guys are getting me horny. Okay. (laughs) I really hope not. But just then, a shadow crosses over the moon, and Hannah comes charging over. Like, did you see that? And it's a griffin, but not a cute griffin from Harry Potter. This thing sweeps down and impales their horse with its beak, and then opens the beak, like shredding the horse in half. 
and uh, the four brave ones take up their arms, and Elizabeth runs away with her husband following after. And then we hear a scream of those damn handsy goblins, and they're back circling <laughs> the two. So just to get through it, uh, the griffin is taken down by Ethan, letting himself be picked up by it as it swoops by. And then Anna shoots it with an explodey arrow, so that it kind of releases its grip. And then Ethan can climb on the top of it and stab it in the back of the head. He didn't want to ride it? Take no. it as a pet, man? No. video That video game's not hot anymore. Meanwhile, the <laughs> husband actually manned up and killed a bunch of goblins. And the two knights are like, hey, nice job, dude. I guess you're not a cock. <laughs> and Elizabeth's like, I always knew you could do it, honey. And the husband turns around and stabs Elizabeth through the tummy. And everyone freaks the fuck out. And he's like, this way. You'll always be mine. And uh, she's on the ground gasping. And it's like, I was always yours, you fool. And he kind of snaps out of it and realizes what he's done. And he's like, don't worry, my love. I'm coming to protect you. And shanks himself in the fucking neck, flopping on top of her for one last time. They just Romeo and Julieted. Zach, can I just point out, I love it when in super serious situations, people call it their tummy. <laughs> <laughs> He stabs her right in the tummy, man. <laughs> I forgot the word for abdomen. <laughs> yeah. Stomach? Yeah, anything? I like tummy. <laughs> I like it too. It makes it cuter. <laughs> so after all this fucking shit, Ethan and Hannah part ways with the knights after the murder suey. And again, Ethan is very <laughs> distraught. <laughs> I've also never heard somebody try to make that phrase cute. Yeah, too. but it worked. Murder suey. Little mur- murder suey. <laughs> And again, Ethan is very distraught. He's supposed to be helping people, but shit always ends up slightly worse when he shows up. It's because he's too hot. Yeah. The husband was too jealous, man. Yeah. Envy, my guy. Envy. Whoa. I'm learning. (laughs) The next episode is called Sloth. Ah, (laughs) This is the harem episode. Oh, my God. Brody, nice fucking call out. (laughs) Wait, really? Ethan and Hannah are making their way up the mountain and pass through a seemingly deserted village on the hillside. There's one lone girl there picking potatoes. She's very sweet. She leads them into the mountain where this hallucinogenic moss grows and the rest of the people who didn't run away from the dragon are living currently. When she gets to her little yurt, uh, she finds her husband having a three-way. I guess this isn't the first time because she doesn't freak right out. The guy shoos the two women away and takes a hit of the moss from his hookah pipe and says he needs a nap and ducks under the covers. And the new girl just, like, clenches her fists and leads the two heroes away. She says he's not usually a raging prick stick like this, but the moss gets him too horny for her to satisfy. Yeah, the moss will do it to you, man. Yeah. Now we learn this village was erected by the government, who knew there'd be money to make off this moss. Everybody here used to be forced into labor, harvesting the moss. But ever since the dragon, all the guards have fled, allowing the village to be free-running. Well, if this guy isn't using protection, all these ladies will be forced into labor, too. (laughs) I'm doing Brody's laugh. (laughs) Oh, that one. It's too good. I can't can't duplicate it. It hurts me to try. It was a very good joke, though. Congrats. (laughs) And the joke for... No. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, but now everybody in the village is getting high all the time. Ethan's not a fan of all this and gets up to leave, but the lady says, the only way to where you're going is impossible currently, so you gotta go through this cave tunnel instead. Ethan and Hannah start walking into the cave, they're trading theories, they wonder if this lady's lying to them. 
Uh, so deeper in the cave, our heroes encounter a four-headed hydra. You guys know what a hydra is? It's a snake yeah. with more heads. It's the thing from Hercules. It's the thing that tries to stop Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> so they fight with it some, find out cutting off one head doesn't do shit. And then the dang thing, like, says, I'm not fucking you two, and, like, heads for the village. And uh, back there, the husband is smoking up and almost gets eaten, but the sweet lady tackles him out of the way and gets eaten instead. And uh, Ethan and Hannah return and distract it long enough for most of the villagers to exit the cave. And outside, Ethan roughs up the husband a little bit, like, how could you, you know, she loves you so much, you're such an idiot. Throws him to the ground and then tosses a Narcotics Anonymous card at him and then returns to the cave to best this beast. You know, I'm going to be, can I be honest? (laughs) Ethan's all down on himself because, like, this stuff seems to be, like, he's cursed and he's bringing on terrible things to people. But, like, that one village had a griffin attack it randomly. The one was an ogre, and this one is a hydra? Like, what? wouldn't these things have happened regardless if he was there or not? Uh, maybe. Oh, maybe the whole <laughs> killing the mayor thing and, like, well, that inciting one, that revolts. one was his fault. And, like, if Ethan had never showed up, would they have beat the griffin, and then would he have actually stabbed his wife? They would have been eaten by the griffin. Maybe <laughs> not. Who knows? Momo, I don't know. I guess. He did have, like, soldiers with him. The soldiers might have been able to handle it. Yeah. They they, they were pretty competent, Thomas and David. <laughs> Unlike the real ones, am I right? Children. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you said like the real ones. <laughs> Those are my nephews for the listeners, by the way. And my best friends. They're your best friends. Wow. <laughs> like, cool, 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 cool. So they're back in the little village inside the cave. The battle is epic. But when the husband comes back in trying to be a hero, Hannah gets distracted and gets crushed by the Hydra. This <gasps> sets Ethan into a frenzied red-eyed rage where he goes ballistic. And in a flurry, he's like jumping off heads and cutting them in quick success- succession. Why did I write it like that? <laughs> succession. Mm. Uh, so he cuts all, all four heads and the thing bleeds out. I love myself a good succession. I know you <laughs> do. I know you do. <laughs> My mouth's getting tired. (laughs) (laughs) The husband apologizes profusely, but it turns out Hannah has quick revive self heals. Also, (laughs) the wife is totally alive in the snake's belly, so they cut her out, but she's blind now. So that sucks. (laughs) The eyes, they always go first in the digestion process, man. Mm -hmm, Yeah. It's true. Some kind of snake juice. (laughs) Uh, The husband and wife... (laughs) Thanks for trying to explain it, man. Yeah, you know, science, snake juice. Snake juice, man, yeah. Well, you know what our product is. Uh, The husband and wife choose to leave the cave for good, and as Ethan and Hannah leave, they comment on her passiveness and taking the path of least resistance always. Sloth? Sloth. So was, was the husband, like, or was she bad as well for not, like you know, railing into him for having threesomes all the time. Could she have prevented things? Well, maybe if she was there, she could have also been railing. She's got a shallow cervix. (laughs) (laughs) She could have been railing him. Well, I mean, I don't know if strap-ons were invented yet. But we're like, we're dick-shaped items. I, you like you make comments and jokes about cucumbers, but like breaking one off inside you is a medical issue. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> but you, I imagine before our day and age, they had toys for the butt. <laughs> well, they pick potatoes all the time. I'm sure there's some long, thin ones. I just went over this. Nothing organic. Potatoes are stronger you. than cucumbers. They have no wood. 
They have wood. Yeah. Why, why wood do, seems why? worse, Brody. <laughs> like you sand that shit for years, and you still get you know, there's still a chance for splinters, and that's going septic. That's dying. There was a reason his name was Master Splinter. Am I right? You're disgusting. <laughs> 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 Fucking gross. <laughs> All right, you guys, re- you guys ready for a game today? Yay! Do you know what it's gonna? You know what it might be this week? A classic, oh, it's a classic, probably. It's a classic. <laughs> Thank Sweet. you, guys. You're finally giving in, and I love it. Uh, did you hear either of us have excitement with your classic? <laughs> you heard me get excited, and that's what's really. It's important like when the math here. teacher says it's time for another speed test. It's fractions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to everyone's favorite show where one woman gets indiscriminately hit on by a ton of horny dudes. Wasn't this last week? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what could go wrong this season? What juicy drama will be stirred up? Who will be kicked out for being just plain boring? Let's find out together on the second season of Love Boy Island. Okay, so this the, the rules here are let's make a date essentially where you're trying to guess each other's secret roles throughout the uh, the dating experience. Each of you has three secret roles which will be counting as your lives, okay? Once the other person has guessed all three of your roles, you lose the game, okay? Cool. Uh, you'll be trying to guess the other guy's secret role through the power of a confessional video. So, you know, in reality shows where it flips and they're like, well, when I first saw Timmy Jr., I thought he his dong was really huge. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> I haven't been watching those ones. <laughs> what a great example. It's a, yeah. When someone guesses the correct role of the other person, the date will be over and we'll move on with the new boy. And last man standing wins. Oh, shit. Okay. This season, we have the fan favorite girl back to take her dating life to new heights. Sadly, she didn't find love on the show last season, but we're confident that this show's format is foolproof and that she's guaranteed to find love this time around. Hey, I'm back. My name is Kimmy with a Z. You'll probably remember me from last season where I dated all kinds of wacky but very hot men. (laughs) Remember when I almost dated my cousin? Yuck. But at least he was hot, though. Uh, For those of you who don't know me, my name is Kimmy, and you'll never guess where the Z is. I'm a hopeless romantic just looking for love. I like cold walks on hot beaches, cozying up by a candle fire, and men with wallets as deep as the Marianas Trench. And yes, I'm talking about the band. So let's go. Bring on the first pair of men. (laughs) Hey, what up? I'm Jeremy. I love everything i'm down for everything if you're into it i'm into it if you don't want to do it i also want to do it i'm jeremy (laughs) i love your energy jeremy all right who's who's coming up against jeremy here thanks kimmy yeah no problem it's kimmy with a z sorry hi jeremy uh (laughs) my name's hunter um happy to be here a bit confused this guy sounds like a serial killer Uh, from the second I saw Jeremy, he seemed like a douche. <laughs> the second I saw both of these men, I just noticed they were very hot. <laughs> Kimmy with a Z. What a what a lovely name. Thank you. Hunter, was it? Yes, Hunter. I I uh, massage my, my beard and I look at her and I'm like, You look like a maiden who's seen a lot of booty, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I 
I would love to see a little more if that's what you're offering. <laughs> oh, you'll see some booty, lass. You'll see some booty. Wow, these guys are really hitting it off. I gotta step on my game. <laughs> <laughs> That is not what I thought your confessional was going to be. I love it. I love a man with a well-groomed beard. I, I just think it takes such good like effort to keep it up, and I really think you have it well-maintained, Hunter. I, just saying, if you wanted me to grow a beard, I'd say yes. Yeah? Do you want to? Will you start growing one now? I'm on it. <laughs> when I saw Jeremy trying to grow his beard, I was like, well, that's a young man who knows what he's doing. This took me two years of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So this on this season of duos, we're always going to go on a date together. You guys ready? Yeah, we're going to go snorkeling at the reef together. Yes. I've never been more comfortable in the water, lass. Let's go. <laughs> I'm a little scared of sharks, but, I mean, <laughs> gotta try everything. I love your positivity there, Jeremy. Yeah, it's this new thing I'm working on. Always be positive. A real yes man there. <laughs> All right, let's jump in the water. <laughs> We're snorkeling. Look under there. I I think I see, like, a, a there's fish. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was fish in water. That's wild. This lass is not bright at all, is she? But she <laughs> has a great body. <laughs> She's got great mounds of land. <laughs> oh, are you okay, Jeremy? We're out in the water. I'm totally fine. <laughs> I probably should have told the producers I can't swim. <laughs> Once I saw Jeremy flailing his arms, I was like, oh, this boy needs a hand. Sadly, I only got one of those. <laughs> this boy seems like he would do anything for this last. Just, uh, just a real yes man. There you go. Yep. Nice. Ding, 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 and I'll announce it. We'll go out of the scenario for a second. Do I get a counter confessional? Okay, he can counter confessional. Yeah. Well, I mean... He's probably, like, a pirate or something, right? All right. Yeah, so you're both correct. All right, first, read your roles to, out officially. Okay. All right. So I was literally the Yes Man from the movie Yes Man. Jim Carrey. Uh, a guy who just entered the Jim Carrey Yes Man program. Uh, he's taking it very seriously and will say yes to everything and anything asked of him. Also, he gets notably frustrated when anyone says anything negative, especially when they use the word no. There you go. And Brody? Um, I'm the hunter. I was the traveler, a pirate from the uh, literal 1800s. He went down with the ship into a whirlpool in the middle of the ocean. Suddenly he washed up on the shore here, uh, on this fateful beach. He was immediately cool with all the camera tech. Yeah, well, that's why, that's why my first thing was like, and I am confused. <laughs> okay, okay. He was immediately mistaken for a contestant and was accidentally thrust onto the show in a strange, unknown time period. Get your hands off me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I I wasn't feeling it with Jeremy and Hunter. You know, Hunter seemed like an old man, <laughs> and I wasn't super into that. And Jeremy, he just drowned in the water. So we're going to move on to the next couple men. I want a man who can swim. That's that's critical to me, and that was a, a surefire test to get to the next boys. All right, next two. Who's who's up this time? I want to see who can woo me. Uh, hey, hey I'm Chaz. <laughs> 
really happy to be here. Uh, you know, there's one reason I'm here, and I'm uh, I'm gonna make her. Uh, I'm gonna make them proud. That's lovely, Chaz. I I feel like you will make me proud. I'm really happy to have you here. Yeah, you're yeah for sure. You. Yo, what up? I'm Tanner. Uh, I always wear a glove on my left hand for reasons, and I'm here <laughs> to find some business. Nice to meet you, Tanner. Uh, I Yo, go. I go to uh, shake his hand. Yo, what up? I hope you shake right hands, cause my left hand is in a glove. <laughs> as soon as I saw Tanner, I really noticed one thing about him: the glove. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! How observant there, Chaz. <laughs> uh, yo, what up? I'm Tanner. Uh, you know, I love I love women. And what's better than one woman, two women. So, we'll see how this goes. Kimmy with a Z's got a nice rack. All right, boys. Uh, you guys seem... I love... Okay, Tanner, I love the glove. I love it. Huh. I just wish you were wearing two, but, you know, one That's glove's fair. good. Michael Jackson look, I, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm classy like that. I'm also assy. Uh, I, I don't know what that means, but I love uh, it. Oh, <laughs> you will. <laughs> Can I just stop you there for a second? Yeah. Your eyes are gorgeous. Uh, they remind me of a special someone, really. And uh, oh. How sweet. Jesus Christ. I've used this move like a thousand fucking times. Who does this guy think he is? Okay, so for this date, we're going to do our own little form of artistic expression, okay? So we've got a couple little mediums of art here. We've got some canvases, some clay, and we're going to see what kind of things you guys you guys create for me. I want a man who's good with his hands, and this is a good way to show it. Hey, Kimmy with a Z, check this out. Ooh. I've got a little blue clay man right here, and I've got a little pink clay woman right here. I love the detail. You can see the pores. I've got another little <laughs> clay pink woman over here. How does that make you feel? Man, this guy really seems to want a threesome. That was close, but not it. Okay. Pan, this guy really seems to want a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> Is it so wrong to want a fucking threesome? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, what, uh, my character's making his clay arrangement here, and, uh, um, yeah, this is gonna be a, a vase for, uh, someone who really supported me through some hard times growing up, and someone who's always been my biggest fan growing up, and I, I just think, uh, she, I, I, they <laughs> will really like this. <laughs> it's really sweet that he thinks i've played such a major role in his life already and i'm just really touched by all of his uh, all of his kind words jesus christ doesn't this guy know nice guys finish in their fucking socks <laughs> ew <laughs> you, you didn't hear me. he said that no way <laughs> i can't believe you said that thanks producers all right, show, uh, now you guys got to paint something for me. I see your little clay figures. That vase is gorgeous. Those three little guys and girls, <laughs> I guess. They're lovely. What, what would you draw? Tr show me your aspirations on the page. What is something you love in this world or wish to achieve in the future? Wow, she got really educated for mm -hmm. a second. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's, where, okay. that's where the Z comes in. A yeah. moment of clarity, yeah. <laughs> that's her Z, man. Yeah. Hey, Kimmy with a Z. Check out my painting. As you can see, here's me, and here's you with your butt sticking up, and 
as you can see, there's another woman with her butt on top of your butt. That woman looks a lot like the clay figure you made. How are you so good at art? <laughs> I, vis visualization is key to success. Who's the second girl? Well, all I can say is this glove ain't coming off. What is, is that a real symbol? Okay. <laughs> all right. Cool. All right. All right. Red. Uh, so here's here's what I've painted for you. Uh, you. We've got an arm with a heart in it, like a tattoo. I'm just trying to figure out what should be in the middle of it. What word would fit perfectly in there? <laughs> Probably Kimmy with a Z. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that instead. <laughs> Jesus. I was carving that kind of shit into trees when I was 12 years old. And this guy thinks he's an artist. No. <laughs> Is this guy just like really fucking nice? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't know what else to do on this date, guys. You, neither of you had figured each other out, so. Just then, I get a call on my cell phone. Oh, you need to take that right now there. Uh, what was your name? Uh, uh, <laughs> Tanner? Tanner. Uh, yeah, I better, or else I'll be in the fucking doghouse later. Just one sec, one sec. Wait. It's a glove on your left hand? Yeah. Uh, okay. After he took that call, I realized, is this guy already in a relationship? Yeah, there you go. What about you, uh, Chaz? Are you getting a call as well? <laughs> I, I get a call. I'm like, hey, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, they, no, they, no, they said I, I know. I'm sorry. All right. No, I'll see you tonight. Oh, you're, you're making casserole? Oh, thanks. You're the best. Love you. Are you also in a relationship? <laughs> A certain kind of relationship with your grandmother? You called her babe. No, I never called her, call her babe. You never <laughs> called her babe. Dude, I'm getting real fucking weird vibes from this guy. Like motherfucker vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. All right. What are you guys? Reveal yourselves. We'll go and do a final death match round for the third one. So uh, I was Jazz, the mama's boy, a total mama's boy who lives at home. With his mom. He didn't want to be here, but his mom is a big fan of the show. He was told by the producers not to address the camera directly, but he really wants to give a shout out or a reference to his mom in some way or another. And uh, my name is Tanner. Uh, I'm on the show to try to find a third to enter a relationship with my wife and me. Uh, I was instructed by my wife to be just as discreet as possible and not mention my wife directly but you kind of did eventually <laughs> you made a clay figure of her which is pretty freaking direct <laughs> i was just trying to feel out kimmy see how she would vibe with, like, the whole kimmy with a z i believe yeah all right i wasn't a big fan of tanner he definitely seemed like he was in a relationship and i'm not into that i i like to be monogamous as possible you know and Chaz. You know what? He seemed to want me to be in a relationship with his mother too, and I'm not—I'm not too into that. So, I sent them both packing. Yeah, it kind of sucks. It didn't work out with Kimmy with a Z, but I mean, at the end of the day, she's got a real like Victorian era fucking view of sex, so I'll probably work <laughs> out. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Got it. I finally got it in there. <laughs> All right, last two boys then. We're going to go on a wonderfully planned date this time, so you guys better bring your A-game. One of you will be my future husband. <laughs> Who are you, boys? Introduce yourself. Hello. Uh, I'm Brock. Uh, some weird shit's happening to me lately, and uh, I... So, uh, hi, I'm Brock. Uh, 
Did you just see that move? No. No? Okay, never mind. All right, who are you? Hi. Who's the other boy? Hi, uh, I'm Bryden. Uh, I am here to kiss girls on the boobs or whatever. <laughs> I love how forward Brayden was with me. I would love it if he kissed me on the boobs. <laughs> That's my favorite place to be kissed, and he nailed it. I wish I could think about boobs right now. It's just, things are changing. I don't know if I can control it. <laughs> Butts. <laughs> Butts. <laughs> <laughs> Boobs? He's <laughs> 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 two kids in a trench coat. <laughs> Play in the space, Zach. Okay, okay. <laughs> we're going to go on a romantic date on a yacht. So we'll be fed chocolate-covered fruit, and we're just going to be sitting on the front of the yacht as it's cruising the open ocean. Are you guys ready? God. So, uh, Bryden's there holding onto the railing of this yacht as it's moving with dear life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as they're wobbling around, as if they've drank a bit too much. Um, as if he's drank too much. I think Brayden was really drunk really fast, but I thought it was a little endearing, honestly. He was really sweet, and I could see that part about him. Brock is just sitting in a chair on the upper deck, staring at a seagull that has landed on the railing, and uh, all of a sudden, the seagull explodes into a flurry of feathers and blood. <laughs> what? <laughs> and Brock's eyebrows just kind of raise very slowly. And Kimmy goes, what? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> How did that happen? You saw that. You, I you saw, saw that. You saw that? You saw that? Oh my god, did you see that thing explode? That was so cool. I've never <laughs> seen that before. Have you? I mean. I can never look at anyone ever again. <laughs> it was really, really warm out there, and I was really unsure why Brayden was still wearing a trench coat. But, like, it really suits him and his style, and I think he's really, like, hip with the current trends. So, like, I think I might start wearing a trench coat, and that seems seems pretty stylish. I love that. It's, it's getting so hot. Dude, <laughs> when do we switch up? We can't switch. She knows my face. <laughs> that would be weird, dude. <laughs> Let's take shots of wine, guys. <laughs> I love that idea, Brayden. I gotta get over that trauma of that seagull just exploding. I have no idea what that was. Are you in, uh, are you in Brock? Yeah, I love it. It tastes like <laughs> juice. Now, I'm gonna pour them separately in a different room. I pull out a juice box and quickly pour some into one of the cups and pour the wine into the other. I think Brayden was trying to spike my drink, but honestly, I'm really into that kind of thing. <laughs> are, you, are you drinking with us, Brock? What are you doing? You seem a little uh, concerned right now. What's happening? I, uh, I have my hat really low on my face and I'm staring at the ground. I'm like, I think I have to go. What? You don't want to do wine shots with Are us? Are you sure you don't want this? And I put this directly in your view, the, the cup of wine. The glass shatters and sheds <gasps> and bed themselves in your hand and you freak out. <laughs> <laughs> he blew it up with his mind. This man is a monster. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'll give that one to you as a guest, man. And just then, once you're freaking out with your hand, you fall off the other kid. And you <laughs> <laughs> the other kid's under the... <gasps> <sighs> <sighs> Looks over at Kimi with a Z. How you doing? 
<laughs> and just then Brock fucking torpedoes off the boat up into the sky and flies away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What could be the ad? How about we just fucking snake juice? What would that be? I don't know. We 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 capture snakes. The sequel to germ juice? And we turn them into juice. <laughs> From the creators of germ juice comes snake juice. Yow! Yow, that hurt and tastes so good. We take a snake and we fucking squeeze it like toothpaste. <laughs> Get yours now. Boa constrict your mouth around our juice. <laughs> <laughs> your anaconda do. Your anaconda do go into your belly. In flavors such as vanilla viper, pineapple python, Cranberry Cobra. <laughs> Gravy flavored gardener snake. Raspberry racer. Anaconda apple. <laughs> Don't forget our corn snake flavor. Corn snake. <laughs> That's a real type of snake and it's a food, so I nailed it. it it's a type and it's a snake. And you can <laughs> juice it with snake juice. <laughs> germ juice, man. Why are you talking about snakes so much? Because germ juice was for pussies. This is snake juice. <laughs> we were thinking about germ juice and we decided to bow and constrict their nuts. It's snake juice now. <laughs> you like girls? You like money? Snake juice. <laughs> are you sick of your boss telling you what to do? Snake juice. Lifted trucks and oversized flags. Snake juice. <laughs> Overthrow the government. Snake juice. Storm the capital. Snake juice. <laughs> Don't worry. All of our products are farm to table, non-GMO and organic for your liking. They might make you go blind. All of our snakes are grass fed. Wait, what'd you say? Our snakes died early because we only fed them grass. <laughs> 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 The scientists in the lab were like, I believe they eat mice, and we said, no. Make grass fed or you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> These might make you go blind. Don't forget, raised without the use of hormones. A&W's got nothing on us. <laughs> yeah. They might make you go blind. Also, you can make your own snake juice at home. With your uh, uh, subscription kit, get a live snake delivered to your door weekly. With our patented system of germ juice, you know you can bring the flavor home. Now, with real live cobras, you can get the best flavors at your home. It might make you go blind. It's fine, though. You'll be good 95% of the time. This product will not make you drunk or have more energy or have less energy. It's literally just snake juice. Flavor names do not represent the flavor of the juice. They taste a lot more like snake. Don't ask your doctors to take this. They'll say no. Pending FDA approval. Don't forget, 5% of people go blind. Explosion! Snake juice! <laughs> snake juice! <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> You'll get babes! Make sure snake juice slithers into your fridge today! Running right along. Do you want us to recap what happened? Yeah, I, I like that. 
from the audience perspective, a lot has fucking happened. Dude's, yeah. dude's happy with his wife. They're totally like, yeah, I love you. Brody, I'm going to do Foley work. Okay, perfect. I'm going to do Foley work too. I wish you didn't work for that group of people that are totally useless because they- I love you, dad. Fight. Because <laughs> they fight dragons. <laughs> And oh, dragons barely dragons, exist. Oh my God, that's a dragon. Oh, that's a dragon. Both of them die. He comes back though because reasons. And they're like, hey, God. you're now a hero. Check out your new hero bitch. And his new hero bitch is like, yo, I'm strong as hell and I just saved your life. Let's go. They go to a village, okay. burn that mother down. <laughs> <laughs> they chill on a cliffside looking at all the flames and they're like, was that bad though? Uh, that was a pop opening while they were watching. <laughs> then they see a griffin in the distance rip open a horse, and they're like, oh, shit, we need to save those people. They do. Then the one lady is really thankful, so much so she's like, yo, check out these titties. And then her, hus- her husband's like, hey, stop or not. Oh, harumph. And then they leave, and then he decides, oh, I'm going to grow a backbone. Stab, stab, stab. Oops, stab my wife, too? Oh, if no one can have you, I can't either, because I'm going to kill myself, too. That's not how the saying goes, but that doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) If no one can have you, I can't, too. (laughs) Technically. (laughs) It works for the situation, just really not the same. Is that a decent recap? No, but then they also went to another place, didn't right. they? Yeah. Yeah, the stuff. high village. There was a village full oh, of high Oh, yeah. They, okay, sorry. Uh, then they go to this cave system. And this lady's like, come check out our cave system, where they've got a bunch <laughs> of like mushroom stuff, and people are fucking, and people aren't getting as pissed off as they should be about it. And he's like, yo, I'm done. I'm going to take a little nappy nap. And then he does, and then bad shit happens. There was a big three-headed snake that yeah. ate a girl and made her blind. That's where our snake juice came from, Brody. You forgot about it. <laughs> this is why recaps are important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving along, our next episode is called Greed. I can't believe Greed wasn't the one with that woman who really wanted a rich guy. Envy, baby. Oh, I guess. Envy, Envy and Greed are pretty rich. close, huh? Yeah. Our heroes are in the honeycombs of some church fighting a horde of bone men. Uh, yeah, they're bone men, not F-boys, skeletons, okay? Um, <laughs> Wait, is that something you call F-boys? You call them bone men? Those bone men. Those, <laughs> those bone men, you know, the guys who go to the club, hit on chicks, bone men. I like to call them bone bros, but then I, it gets confusing. Yeah, that they means think they're I boning bone you. <laughs> yes. that's, why I ne- that's why I never understand Smash Bros. <laughs> I think there should be more boning. Bone bros. <laughs> this time Kirby sucks everyone off <laughs> instead of up. <laughs> okay. So do you remember back in the cave when Ethan went red eye rage mode? Yeah. Red eye red. Yeah. When he went all crazy. Yeah. And he like bounced off all those heads and like was cutting them off. So Ethan has gone red eye rage once more and Hannah is begging him to retreat, but he just won't quit. And after she sets off an explosive volley that catapults them both out of the church, he listens to reason and his eyes return to their Zac Efron blue. They (laughs) book it as a swarm of bone men chase them from the church and they meet a scouting party of a couple guards who are like, oh, don't worry, yo, bone men only bone in the night and it's almost sun time. It's almost sun time. <laughs> bone man only uh, bone in the night. Nothing, but it's sun time. Okay. 
it's all weird man <laughs> sometime got me but like they're trying to bone me <laughs> they only bone at night what is this or green of time <laughs> Whoa. sure enough stephanie meyer's dawn is breaking and it scares the f boys back to their f lair and wouldn't you know it Thomas is there with those guards. Remember Thomas? He was cool. Yeah, the guards with the griffin attack happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, back at back at their little camp, Thomas and David, after feeling bad about the murder suey happening on their watch, <laughs> chose to take up. <laughs> Hashtag murder suey. There are some words you cannot shorten because they sound too cute and they're not. But you're not, I don't think we're allowed to say the word. <laughs> What, I'm also really? avoiding the F word a lot, if you can notice. What? Fucking, why are you <laughs> fucking doing that, dude? Fuck that noise. Jerk. Anyway, they're sad yeah. about the murder suey. <laughs> yeah, so. It's catching on. These two guards uh, chose to take on a more dangerous mission. They're going to take out the king F-boy. The Lich King. Wait, you switched from calling them bone bros to F-boys now? Like, just straight yeah. up? Okay. Yeah, they're both. With less and less people, okay, just a bit of lore. Uh, with less and less people buying into religion, profits are down. Ha! Is that a, is that a, <laughs> That's actually a really good punchline joke. Did you come up with that? I did not. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what with the dragon killing everything and burning down trade routes, uh, one of the main stone roads still intact for trade and whatnot, runs through this town with that church, and people keep going in the church for shelter and getting gangbanged. By the bone boys? By the bone bros, yeah. <laughs> So uh, the two guards ask, or the two knights, they ask for Ethan's help. But he's all serious and emotionless now. He says, frig off. And then uh, (laughs) Thomas pipes up and he's like, I know exactly where the dragon's lair is, though. And so Ethan's like, "Mm, okay, I will help. He says, frig off, man. This guy needs to watch his mouth. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, this is family friendly. Ethan goes to rest and prep for the mission. He's saying these wordy dirds. And Thomas and David recount how he's changed quite a bit from his all heroic selfless The man self. just said wordy dirds. Give it to him. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Sorry. So Zach. now he's help. He's helping the bone. He's, he's taking in the him. bone bros. Yeah. The bone daddy is what the, 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 the lich kids call daddy. Who will now be referred to as the bone daddy. <laughs> So the four heroes now head for the church with a few guards who are definitely going to die. They're the red shirts, yeah, right? Yeah. When they arrive in the basement, all the treasure the Bone Daddy has been hoarding swirls <laughs> and shakes into an amorphous golden skull, and Bone Men start shooting out of it. They're dusty cum coating the walls. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- Let it be. Give it. All seems lost until Hannah gets an idea. She grabs a sack of cash in the corner and yells... <laughs> Yo, Bone Daddy, got your gold, and makes a break for the stairs. This effectively aggros the Bone Men, saving the rest of the party. And up top in the church, Hannah shoots some explosives at the roof, exposing the Bone Daddy and his Bone Bros to the sun time. (laughs) You were trying to throw in so many weird referencing words now. (laughs) Is it flowing? Is this how it was written? Nope. Because <laughs> you've been changing this. <laughs> it's a dive. <laughs> so they're like vampires, essentially. They're burning now because of the sun. Yeah, they, they, they only fuck in the nighttime. So now that, now that Bone Daddy is under harsh light and he doesn't look as sexy, he is a little weaker. <coughs> and Ethan uh, puts a, a holy sword through him and he's dead. Oh, no. Bone Daddy? Yep. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, Thomas says, clever girl, like in Jurassic Park, referencing Hannah, and also comments again on Ethan's smooth brass balls. Did you watch <laughs> Jurassic Park recently or something? Because we reference it way too often for it to be like... If somebody says the words clever girl, Jurassic Park, boom, right in your brain, boom. It's one of those association things, yeah. right? Mm. And when somebody says big brass balls, I think of Zach. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> it's an association thing, man. Thanks, bro. <laughs> appreciate you not because you have big, just because you say it a lot my man well that's rude <laughs> could have just left it you got little copper nuts bro <laughs> little copper nuts <laughs> now we're back in the treasure room and our two knights are sad the guards that were with them won't get workers comp but there's all this like skeleton come everywhere and they they're worried about not getting workers come <laughs> Oh, man, I injured my back. I hope I can get on workers' come soon. <laughs> what did you fucking say? Yeah, you know, workers' come. Everyone gets it when they're out of work. I heard it in a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to lose my house if I can't get workers' come. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Yeah. The same. two knights are looking at the gold, talking about workers' come, and Ethan's all, uh, just take some gold, bros, right? And uh, Thomas is adamantly against it, right? He's got a code. Oh, but just then, the roof of the cellar collapses, separating the two knights from Ethan and Hannah. (gasps) And David stabs Thomas through the gut with a spear. And David begins monologuing about how he can become a nobleman now. Screw having a code. Look at all this cum. (laughs) (laughs) Look at all this dusty cum. (laughs) And uh, Thomas, still on his feet, says, frick that. And they duel a little. After he be be stabbed in the gut? He's he's, he's stumbling and weak, but he's like, oh, you you dirty boy. And uh, David gets a kick in on the side of the spear handle. Oh, it's it's still in him? It's still in him. And he does a kickflip mm-hmm. off of it? Yeah, p- sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine it's really extra because yeah. it's anime. He's right? doing a skateboard kickflip right off of it. He grinds that rail. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the women were doing in the cave. <laughs> yes, yes. Grinding that rail. But then one of Thomas's failed swings cuts open a bag of gold, <gasps> flinging the gold through the air, distracting David for half a sec. And Thomas runs his sword armpit to armpit through David, and they both collapse on the gold. Meanwhile, Ethan is just digging through the rubble, screaming like, Where is the dragon? Where is it? (laughs) And he finally gets through, and and Thomas begs that if David becomes the new bone daddy, they put (laughs) him to rest. And Ethan's like, Not my problem, bro. Now where's the dragon? And uh, I guess it's on Tempest Mountain. And finally, Thomas asks Ethan to end him. And without hesitation, Ethan rips the spear out of him. Blood goes all over them and all over the gold. And our two awesome knights die. Rest in peace, Dave Thomas. Yep. (laughs) Creator of the Baconator, man. (laughs) Do you think he himself invented the Baconator? I don't think so. I think he did. He's responsible for all of it, He coined square patties and the world went crazy. Sorry, they're fresh. (laughs) It's like he's never heard of when they're fresh patties, never frozen, never frozen, never dude. fucking frozen, dude. Not once. How do they get them from the cow to my mouth without freezing them? It's a miracle. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure he did some like science in his basement yeah. for like decades of like, okay, we're going to be having the baconator. It's going to release in like the late 2010s. Just pause for a sec. Caleb, did you forget fridges exist for half a sec? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but fridges aren't immune to the disruption of beef. And Brody's talking about meat science right now, Zach, and you need to know. Meat science. He was down there in his refrigerated basement <laughs> making magic happen. And he knew late 2010s, Baconator is going to change the fucking world. Early 2010s even. In the process, he accidentally dropped some chocolate into some milk and froze it by accident. Yeah. And he was like, whoa. A frosty. And they're like, isn't that just a milkshake? And he looked at them and he said, no, it's slightly colder. You eat it with a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> 2022, we'll start doing breakfast. We'll just take the baconator and put a thing of egg in it. <laughs> you know that's not what a breakfast baconator is, right, Zach? Yeah, there's beef, bacon, and egg in yeah. it. It's not beef, it's sausages. I'm pretty sure. It's sausage patties it? with bacon and egg on it. It's beef, bro. It's not beef, bro. Whatever it is, is fucking good. And thank you, uh, Dave, yeah, Thomas. Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas. We're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode is called Lust. You ready? Nice. Oh, good. So, good, good. this one starts with a lady getting her inside spin cycled from behind <laughs> in a second story bedroom. Uh, as the fellow Brody's spin cycled. I don't like the words you use sometimes. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to like them. <laughs> you just have to respect them. <laughs> As the fella crescendos, his body gets all emaciated and falls over dead. What does that mean? His balls tighten and all the juices <laughs> flowing through his veins and cock and balls drain into the woman, churning his ribs up against his flesh and making his skeleton show through his face as he falls over dead. Dude, chick- that was that was word. I art. loved it. <laughs> I, I love that. that. These guys are sick. <laughs> <laughs> So he dies because he finishes? Yes. So the chick giggles, turns around, leans backward out the window, and as she falls out of frame, a spooky shadow flies away. That shadow sucked him off, dude. Yep. Shadow suck. (laughs) Not the hedgehog. The next day... (laughs) Shadow suck! (laughs) The next day, Ethan and Hannah are walking through said town, and she is begging him to stop and rest, but he is getting angry and more hyper-focused as the episodes progress. Uh, He finally surrenders to her reasoning of being in top shape as to not get one-shotted again. So he agrees they find an inn. They arrive at a quaint room and Hannah tells him to rest while she goes to get him a meal. Primo. At the tavern, her and the cook talk about the dragon and whatnot, and he lets loose that they shouldn't stick around in town for too long. Lots of strapping young bucks are being found dead in their rooms as of late. All emaciated, like they've been fighting off some disease for years. Succubuses. Shadow the Hedgehog is running around (laughs) sucking everybody's juices out. Chaos come troll. (laughs) Gotta come fast. (laughs) Gotta come fast, yeah. Back in the room, Ethan awakes with a start to find his wife standing over him. (gasps) Oh, shit. It's Black Flash time. (laughs) Black Flash time. Combo? Combo. Freaking Clancy is back alive. A slip is not. Yeah, no, it's not. But can you imagine Combo woke up in his bed there for a second and was like, <gasps> Black Flash. <laughs> Why didn't they make the Flash black? I mean, they're faster. <laughs> and then the nurse goes, she puts a pillow over his face. <laughs> no, he fuck. She ups the nitrous or whatever, yeah. puts him back into a comatose state. 
where he belongs. <laughs> My God. They come too easily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Convo Clancy is, is, is an inner part of you, Zach. <laughs> I'm as long as I, you know, indulge the schizophrenic nature and believe it's a separate entity, I believe myself to be pure. As long as you believe it. But when you go down the streets wagging your fist at people pretending to be Combo Clancy, that's when we start getting a little iffy, man. <laughs> well, ha- hasn't he shown you what his uh, Halloween costume is? Dude. Oh, is he smoking a cigar with a big old thick mustache? No. That's what I imagine Combo, Combo smokes cigarettes. <laughs> oh, Combo okay. looks like uh, Clint Eastwood from uh, the one movie where he's super racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, everybody has a different picture for Combo Clancy in his mind? I'll, he's got an aggressive farmer's tan. He's got a scruffy beard that he does not maintain. He's balding up top. He's got nothing up top. It's just the sides. Zach, you're describing yourself. He should be wearing glasses, <laughs> but he isn't. Hmm, no. <laughs> so this is, sorry, this is Zach when he takes off his glasses. <laughs> I will hold on to the hair I have for as long as I can. <laughs> Get rid of it. It feels so much better. No, the maintenance, the maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) But you'll never have a grease ever again. Wait, what? (laughs) So, Zach, he has a back flashback. Yeah. (laughs) It was even, you even flipped the words too. That's why it was so confusing. All right, he's got a back flash. No, flashback. You ready? Yeah. So, Ethan's going to hunt in the mountains, and the kids playing in town notice, and they call him weird. I guess fishing is where it's at in this town, so hunters are weird. Uh, I guess Ethan's mom died when he was really young, and his father went crazy. Uh, the father packed up everything they had and put it in a boat and took Ethan, and they tried to set out for the new world, past the safe waters. But they got caught in a storm and ran out of supplies, and the father forewent food so Ethan could survive. And when the ship finally bobbed back to shore, Ethan was a changed sullen teen. Who's Bob? Uh, So just then, uh, Ethan's wife, her name's Olivia, she's not his wife yet, uh, comes around the corner to those, like, kids talking. She's like, mind your manners, that's really rude. And then she meets Ethan in the graveyard and offers his parents some flowers. And uh, he's all, you don't have to do this. People will think you're crazy, too. And she's all, but I can't resist your epic pecs. Mm. And he's all, no, my trauma, it's too nutty. This guy's Batman. (laughs) And she's all, I love nuts. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how she broke down his walls. And now back in the present, the new, obviously, a succubus. Good job, Brody. Olivia, wife, is declothed. Wait, sorry. Has there ever been a porn series called Succubus? And it's just a bus? Like, you know, you ever thought about that? Okay, Caleb, mute. (laughs) I'm muting. I just I just had that idea and I got really excited. And I think I could make good money on it selling yeah. the succubus. Uh so yes. I'll go. I'll be your business partner. But moving on. <laughs> the new obviously a succubus Olivia wife is declothed. She's more nips in the show, you know. It's such a breath of a fresh areolas. Uh <laughs> you didn't like that? Areolas. No. <laughs> you didn't laugh at my succubus joke. Yeah, you're right. And I it's looked it up, funny. and it's a real thing, and now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> and your phone's fucked. Yeah. Uh, so they get a little frisky, and she's telling him all the things he wants to hear, like, I wouldn't even mind if Hannah joined us and stuff. He's getting into it, but then notices his double wristbands. And he snaps out of it and starts to strangle her. And she's 
begging like, Ethan, please, I'm your ride or die, boo. And he's all, <laughs> my wife's bussy was a jungle, no cap. <laughs> Why do you write this stuff? <laughs> because it's great and it's word I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no cap. Uh, just then, Hannah comes in the room with the food and drops it as she sees what's going on and goes for her dagger. But Ethan's like, no, this one's mine. And uh, we see the body being strangled now has dark bat wings flailing around and bird talons instead of feet. And at this point, Caleb's wife had literally just got home and I had to drop my volume to near nothing because it's going sexy, violent and scary. And it was like, (laughs) oh, fuck, she's going to hear this. And uh, okay, but yeah, um, he snaps the thing's neck and the innkeeper opens the door and he's like, hey, what's going on? And what the fuck is that? He turns around. He's like, that wasn't my wife's pussy. (laughs) (laughs) That was some Lottie language. Just saying. (laughs) Lottie language. Love it. It it was, yeah, but it was millennial, Gen Z, so it's fine. (laughs) Uh, Ethan gets dressed and Hannah begs him that he still needs to rest or at least eat, but he's not having that. Not after being blue balled this hard. (laughs) No cap. No cap for real. On God. On God. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Hannah gives the innkeeper some cash for their trouble and. and it ends with the dragon in his lair saying, Come, heartless one, if thou art a table. If thou art a table? <laughs> oh, if thou art able. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hey, come check out my art table. <laughs> I'm drawing some pretty cool stuff. <laughs> the, the British dude from Art Attack runs out. What happened to that man? I think he... He had an art attack, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I need to take this award, Brody. I'm sorry. (laughs) And the award for the best joke goes to Caleb Morton. (laughs) Okay, finish this episode. Let's go. (laughs) He's alive and well. 67. Last episode, Pride. Well, they've arrived at the lair, and the dragon is waiting for them. Ethan tries to run at it headfirst and almost gets nuked, if not for Hannah tackling him out of the way. They try attacking it from opposite sides, but can't do much damage. As they both hide behind pillars, the dragon asks Ethan how much darkness he's witnessed in his travels. How dark the human soul can be. Humans pretend to be moral, but are driven by basic urges, can't you see? And Ethan's like, humans are imperfect, but they don't serve to die for your amusement. And the dragon's all, you think I do this to amuse myself? Then you've learned nothing. And they they tussle a bit more, and Hannah makes a sick diagonal ice pillar that smacks the dragon in the chest. And Ethan runs up the ice without slipping and gets a good neck stab in. Can I? This plan to go kill the dragon is weird because the dragon just literally mind controlled him and ripped his heart out and ate it. And he's like, I can do it this time. (laughs) He literally didn't do anything to it last time. We'll have a big reveal. I'm honestly surprised he didn't like get like a group of people to help him fight this thing. Yeah, he didn't recruit people on his way. He's just like, I can do it. Yeah, me and this bitch. Along his travels, like, people have just been dying left and right. Maybe he has an horrible moral objectivity to putting more people in harm's way. Yeah, that's definitely the vibe I've gotten from him, is that he feels bad about people dying. He does feel <laughs> bad, but it just happens. He just strangled know. his wife to death, Zach. <laughs> and that was, so, that was a lot to And he in. also was like, yo, this one's mine. I'm enjoying this killing. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> 
Okay, so after some more taunting, strategic running away, and fireballs, Hannah makes the roof implode with sick magic, and it seems the dragon has been bested. Uh. Not. It bursts out of the rubble and begins flapping its wings to flee, but Ethan's not having it. He runs and jumps up the rubble and grabs onto one of its tail spines as it takes flight. Up high in the air, the dragon goes into a spiraling free fall and tries to dislodge our hero. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, he holds on, and when the dragon starts flying normally again, he climbs his way along its back and gets a good neck stab in. Uh, they careen towards the ground and land squarely back in the lair, which is convenient for the set designers. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a drawn <laughs> show. What do you mean the set designers? <laughs> Animated. I doubt it's fully drawn. The equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> the final push is very cinematic, a running down a corridor as it's destroyed by the dragon chasing him like he was too, too big for the corridor uh he loses his why sword why do you make a it's his lair why do you make a hallway that's too small for Maybe him it's not his lair he just found a cool castle oh okay <laughs> he loses his sword and hannah has to throw him her dagger and uh, with a final tiny baby stab to the dragon's <laughs> chest it's defeated oh and then Ethan goes a little nutty. Uh, he gets his red eyes back. He rips out the dragon's heart and starts eating it like a madman. And the dragon's all, art thou satisfied? That's your pride, bro. <laughs> <gasps> the episode. And Ethan snaps out of it. He's like, wait, what, what'd you fucking say to me? And the dragon, too, used to be an arisen. Oh, he's slowly turning into a dragon. You can't slay a dragon just for revenge. It's got to be pride. Look into yourself, Ethan. You know it to be true. Don't you know that your mother is a dog? It's the dragon's dogma. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring it back around, man. And like, how are dogs even a thing? Because wolves still exist, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> All the jokes bring it back around. <laughs> okay, okay. We're at the climax here. Yeah, we and are. Yes, yeah. we are. And Ethan's freaking out, and the dragon continues like, yeah, so when I found you, I knew you may be able to best me. So I killed your wife and took your heart to get you to kill me. Why couldn't you have just asked him? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be pride, bro. So can you imagine living in a hell on earth of your own making? It sucks, bro. So Thanks. the dragon starts to Thanos vanish, and <laughs> Ethan's heart magically pops back into his chest. And then he starts to transform. Uh, he's holding his head. His one eye goes like not red, but reptilian and orange. And he starts to grow scales on his forearms. And he's, yeah, he's screaming, I refuse, I refuse. And starts crawling towards the knife he used to kill the dragon. And gets halfway. And then he's like, oh, Hannah, Hannah, there's still time. You have to kill me. And uh, he's looking at Hannah. He's like, you're supposed to be critical. You could save so many lives. Just do it. And she's holding the knife and the music swells and she starts to cry and the knife clatters to the ground. She's like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. And he looks up at her with a half smile and he's like, I know. And two giant fucking wings like erupt boom out of his back in sick anime fashion there's swirly clouds to hide the transformation and the work and now there's a new <laughs> identical dragon just standing there before hannah and uh it looks down at her and in that dragon voice it's like one final request hannah protect those foolish humans from me <sighs> and he flies off into the sky and uh, when she goes outside to watch him leave, both his and his wife's wedding bracelets clatter to the ground, and uh, she puts them on, and she vows to be the human's protector. Dragon's Dogma. 
Wow. It's just an endless cycle of people killing each other, right? So yeah. this holy warrior chick, she seems like she has a pretty significant role in it, just causing this cycle to continue. Maybe, maybe. She freaking sucks. <laughs> she not know about the dragon thing? It seems like she's done this cycle before. Is she lying? Uh, that's a very good question. Well, that was great. It's all Zach, that sounded like a, a really fun uh, American animated show. It was definitely watchable. <laughs> it was fun. It, it had that yeah. whole like almost anime vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Get your fingers out your butt and stop being so hurt, okay? <laughs> Wait, you're saying he's butt hurt because he's got too many fingers up there? Exactly. It's a choice, so stop. No wonder I was hurting so much. It was like seven up there. Thanks for the advice, Zach. <laughs> well, that was, uh, was fun. It's it's kind of, like when I do an anime adjacent show, they're like very much American cartoons. This is like an American cartoon meant to be as anime as humanly possible, right? Yeah. Other than the names being Ethan. I don't even think it's Japanese animation style. It's Netflix studio style. Like they do the same stuff for Castlevania and stuff. Yeah, no? but they're trying to mimic that. I would Japanese say it's, it's a Scooby-Doo-esque animation style like some of the is higher really? quality animation or is it does it have anime character hair and the eyes and stuff no. what does this show look like it's absolutely like that but it's not like you're all you're the shit you hate caleb where he starts to float with pies and stuff it's very serious <laughs> it's just drawn like what a specific is. example <laughs> where, he, where he starts to like float with pies and stuff man i i'm completely fine with you doing it i just will at no point believe that that is anime that is american yeah. animation unless you're gonna say scooby-doo yeah. is anime which it's not yeah, have you seen them float away when they smell a sandwich brody <laughs> <laughs> that's freaking anime man either way thank you for bringing this show to us zach you're welcome Cubs. whether it was anime or not was it good it was it was, it was very easily watchable. I only watched it at one point two five speed, which is saying something. But yeah, is there a second season or is this just like a self contained? This it sounds self contained. It yeah, it doesn't contained. Doesn't really seem like there's going to be another season. Otherwise, you'll kind of know what's going to happen. Unless the second game had a really good plot, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, thank you guys all for listening to this Netflix animated show. <laughs> uh, all right, make sure to spread us around to all of your friends and like, all of it, your family. If you're on a public bus, you should take out your earbuds and just shove them in a, in, in, a, in a passenger's ears. If you're at a grocery store, you should hijack that speaker, take it off the wall like the little phone thing and play yeah. our podcast into it. Go uh, go to... Go to a kindergarten classroom and start playing around a boombox. Uh, grandmas, no, but small four-year-olds, <laughs> yes. They're, they're going to be the new fan base in like a decade when we're still making this. You're right. Why do everybody on YouTube, why are they rich? Target the kids. <laughs> yeah, show everyone except your grandmas and we'll be happy. Uh, except if your grandma's like really asking for it, maybe then, maybe she's ready. Don't you think? I mean, she's asking yeah. Brody, is she ready? She's a grown woman and can make her own choices. Right? <laughs> she she got through the Great Depression. Yeah, what do you think if she's sneaking off and downloading our podcast in secret under the covers at nighttime? God rest her soul. <laughs> are, are you taking it? Are you taking her soul? <laughs> we are just by saying. her listening, man. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Um, thank you to Good Kid. Slapping those beats into Ooh. my eardrums. Uh, thank mm. you so much. 
Uh, they released, don't they got a new banger? Yeah, uh, it's it's all right. It's uh, it's a different vibe for them. It's per- oh, I personally quite enjoy it. Uh, it's called Grounded. You, you didn't you didn't hype it up very well. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It's all right. I love it, but yeah, it's all they right. do have a new song. It's called Grounded. It's a bop. It's like a Western vibe. Uh, I believe and it's, it's a, anything but. It's it's uh, like uh, unreleased song that they've had for years, uh, and they finally released it. I could imagine listening to it while you play Red Dead Redemption too and just feeling that vibe yeah you know? yeah they say so that just, bullet in my thigh i'm giving it back to you it's like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> they've got uh, a canadian tour coming up soon so go check out the <gasps> cities that they're in go check them out go listen to us on all our podcatchers like apple yep. music and and spotify and iHeartRadio, pandora's box pandora's yep. uh, um you're doing good uh, i like this prime music and follow us on follow Follow us on instagram Instagram, twitter our future tiktok account we got our youtube email us Mm -hmm. say that you like our big ass balls anime not be at gmail.com i want that word for word we love your big balls yeah uh (laughs) join the aol chat room Check us out on our uh, our Snapchat shorts. Look us up on Fiverr. We're selling little art pieces for five dollars. Jo- join the Patreon. Game FAQs. I just beat um, Starfield, so got a lot of tips on that. Keep scanning your radio till you hear us. <laughs> sit in your car in a parking lot and keep keep clicking. Yeah. We'll be. We're there. on one of those channels twenty four seven. Just just walk out into your local Target and scream. Anime not be for everyone until we show up. Find a lamp in there and rub it, and if you're lucky, the genie will grant your wish of listening to us forever. <laughs> um, forever. So, so and thank it turns you. out it was actually just the po- <laughs> like a, an iPod, <laughs> and the guy's fucking high on mushrooms. <laughs> Magic genie, will you let me listen to this podcast, <laughs> sir? You can't be in here. <laughs> I just want to say next episode is going to be our special 50th look back episode. So be ready to be there. We're going to be reminiscing and having a grand old time. And I'm really excited for our it. Our podcast is officially past its prime, but still looking for love. <laughs> our podcast can no longer listen to itself because it could be a grandma. <laughs> That's not good. I man. never said anything about grandpas. So if you're a grandma out there, Did I just hear you calling the podcast female. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and remember, anime not be. Anime not, not be, be for everybody. Everyone. you hear that? There's like a bomber plane outside our window. Oh my god! <laughs> Bye Brody! We love you! We love- it's over here too, guys! <laughs> oh, it's huge! <laughs> oh, fuck.